You are listening to the Campus Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Dinah Jansen. Each Wednesday at 5 p.m. on CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, I welcome a new guest from Queen's University to discuss news, issues, upcoming events, initiatives, and services for the benefit of Queen's students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. You are listening to CFRC 101.9 FM, and uh, you are listening to Campus Beat, and it's a very special Campus Beat today. Today, we are talking to each of the five Tricolor Award winners, the Agnes Benedictson Tricolor Award, uh, right here at Queen's University. The Tricolor Award and induction into the Tricolor Society is the very highest tribute that can be paid to a student at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, for valuable and distinguished service to the university in non-academic and non-athletic activities. And such service may be uh, in a single field or uh, may take the form of significant contributions over a wide range of time and activities. And it's a very prestigious honor and is given annually to a select few of Queen's University students, uh, the number of which is determined by the selection committee based on uh, the nominees. And uh, this year we... um, are welcoming uh, five folks into the studio. We've got Erica Campbell, Benji Christie, Zach Baum, Umpai Kamachek, and Liv Rondeau in the studio uh, with us who came to tell us all about themselves, uh, their achievements and accomplishments, uh, the contributions that they've made to the university, their motivations uh, to their contributions, uh, how they balance all the stuff that they do with their studies, and and, uh, what's coming up for them next. So stay tuned to this really great episode Uh, talking to some pretty darn great people. I hope you enjoy. Before we get into a fabulous discussion with these fabulous people, let's learn a little bit more about them. Zachary Baum uh, is currently a master's student in the sciences, uh, graduating in 2019. He's a transformative leader who has worked tirelessly to put Queen's computing on the map, and he's been key in recruiting students to Queen's while simultaneously strengthening the programming they will be met with upon their arrival to campus. Next, we'll uh, also hear from Erica Shannon Campbell. Uh, she is an art size student graduating in 2019, and she's a role model in the truest sense of the word. Erica has addressed the topics of consent and mental health by taking an educational and preventative approach and using an intersectional mindset. Erica has been a part of various initiatives that ba- make both the main campus here in Kingston and the Bader International Study Center safer and more inclusive spaces and places. Uh, Benji Christie, Science 19, he's a true servant 
Grant and the commitment uh, he has to the engineering faculty. Benji has been involved broadly and deeply in shaping the extracurricular and academic experiences of his fellow students, from the Engineering Advisory Board to Alumni Relations Committee to the Board of Directors for the Campus Bookstore at Queens. Benji has explored unique ways of making his mark on the community. Further, we'll hear from Olivia, or Liv Rondeau, uh, Education 19. Uh, she's a passionate champion of education in her few short months here at Queen's uh, so far. And uh, she has become deeply connected with our Indigenous communities and, and has gone above and beyond her capacity as a teacher candidate. Developing and publicizing classroom resources on indigeneity, Olivia is committed to sharing her knowledge with all teachers. And we will also hear today from Umpai Kamachek, Artsai 20. She's an overwhelmingly humble and resilient leader. Umpai uh, has made an undeniable impact on marginalized communities at Queen's and beyond. And through her charities, Step Up Above Stigma and The Glass Slipper, Umpai has raised awareness and funding that is transformative and meaningful for uh, so many. So, yeah, let's uh, hear from uh, these folks about all the great things that they've been up to. Okay, we're going to dive right into some of our questions here. Uh, so starting with Erica Campbell, tell us about yourself and your studies at Queen's University. Well, I'm currently finishing up my fourth year, fourth and final year here at Queen's, which is kind of hard to believe. I'm a life science student, and I've had an amazing time being at Queen's, and it's actually really sad to have to leave soon. And we'll be sorry to see you go, but we wish you the best of luck. Um, how about you, Benji? Tell us about yourself and your studies. Perfect. So I'm in my fourth year, graduating year of uh, applied mathematics in the Faculty of Engineering and Math. Uh, it's it's a tough program, but I still find time. I always want to find time to do stuff outside my program. Um, I'm passionate about volunteering around campus, helping others find their own passions while finding my own as well. All right. Let's uh, hear from Umpai Kemachek, who's joining us in studio today via telephone. Okay, so um, I'm in third-year kinesiology um, from Nova Scotia. Um, I am the founder and past president and co-president of Stephbook Stigma Charity. I'm also the co-dance captain for the African-Caribbean dance team and the founder of the Glass Slipper organization. So that's the case of busy. Um, I also play classical piano, electric guitar, and I was involved with Jack.org for a few years. And I also used to teach dance classes down at the YMCA. Wow. Okay. Zach Baum, tell us about yourself and your studies at Queen's. So I'm a, currently a second-year master's student studying computer science at Queen's University. I also completed my undergrad here in the biomedical computing program and, and graduated in 2017. Uh, my research sort of focuses around using augmented reality and um, wearable devices for uh, helping neurosurgeons plan and guide uh, neurosurgeries, so removing brain tumors and things like that. All right. And how about you, Liv Rondeau? Tell us about yourself. Okay, so my name is Liv Rondeau, and I'm in the ATEP program at Queen's University's Faculty of Education, so that's the Aboriginal Teacher Education Program. I am a Mohawk and Métis student, um, so I'm very interested in what I'm studying in Aboriginal education, learning about how to infuse um, 
indigenous concepts into the classroom because I think that's a really important thing that all teachers should have. Fantastic. Thanks, Liv. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about the various achievements and accomplishments that attracted your nomination for the Tricolor Award. So my various nominations and achievements, um, I... When I first came to Queens, um, just moved here from St. Catharines, so I d- didn't really know a lot of people. And the ATEP program was really welcoming. Everyone in that faculty is really nice and very supportive. So one of the first things I did when I came here was um, I collaborated with some of my peers to run Orange Shirt Day at the Faculty of Education to raise awareness about residential schools. And um, through that, I've kind of been more involved in ATEP and kind of raising awareness about Indigenous issues and being an advocate for that, um, as well as I am heavily involved with the Kingston Indigenous Language Nest. Um, I created a website for teachers that um, kind of has like resources and things like that that they can use in the classroom. Um, yeah, I'm just like a big advocate for <laughs> Aboriginal rights. Okay, that's fantastic. So Erica, how about you? Tell us about your achievements and accomplishments uh, in relation to the Tricolor Award. Uh, since stepping foot on Queen's campus. I've been a part of an organization called Jack.org. We have a chapter here at Queen's and essentially what our goal and our mission on campus is to do is to talk about mental health and the stigma surrounding mental health and break down that stigma so students feel more comfortable reaching out for help. We also try to advocate for increased supports on campus as well as providing open conversation about mental health and mental illness with students and faculty as well as administration. In addition to that, I've been really fortunate that throughout my experience at Queen's, I found a group of students who are really passionate about talking about sexual consent and the importance of sexual consent education on this campus. So together as a group, we created a club called Consensual Humans. I initially brainstormed the club coming into second year after seeing and experiencing incidents of sexual violence and realizing that there wasn't quite a club tackling this issue on campus in a student-directed way. We get talked a lot about, or we're told a lot about consent when we're in our orientation week or when we're still in residence and we have a dawn, but after that, that education kind of stops. So we wanted to continue that education for second, third, fourth year and grad and professional students as well. Benji? For sure. So I'm not the kind of person who has one thing that I did in my first year and really expanded on that throughout my four years and had one defining moment. For me, I've had a very diverse background because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wanted to figure out what I wanted to do. And as I progressed through the years, I did various different things on the advisory board for the Engineering Society. I'm board of directors for the Campus Bookstore. I've helped with the Alumni Networking Summit uh, with the engineers. I've been president of the Applied Math faculty, and I've done a a lot of work for the AI scene, both in the campus and within my faculty as well. So I can't really pinpoint one thing that really makes me stand out, I guess. (laughs) But uh, it's, I think, my diverse background and the amount of work that I've put into the school. Okay, great. Uh, Now let's hear from Zach. So I don't know if there's one specific thing uh, that I've done at Queen's that Um, would have attracted uh, a nomination and, and, uh, I guess, uh, awarding of this award. But I think um, in my time here, there have been a lot of things that I've I've been pretty deeply involved with, whether it's um, with student government and and computer science, uh, with recruitment and um, 
sort of fostering a community surrounding undergraduate research um, in computer science as well, and sort of just attracting people to Queens for what I like to think are the right reasons to come here, um, and as well as various other things I've done in the community. Okay, let's hear from Mumpai. Yes, for sure. So um, I think the biggest one was being named one of the top 22 under 22 most inspirational college women in the world for 2018. So that came out in October. Um, And uh, along with that, I have also been very honored to receive various scholarships. So I was um, a BMO scholar, so it's kind of a branch of the Queen's Chancellor's Scholarship, um, along with the TD Scholarship for Community Leadership through the Black Business and Professionals Association, um, Leonard Foundation Award, uh, African Nova Scotian Scholarships, along with um, a few other various awards that enabled me to be here. Um, I was also named um, Canada Student of the Week in first year, and um, I also received the Equity, Diversity, and Inclusivity Impact Award for being a part of the African Caribbean Student Association, who is the group that won the award. Okay, wow. Great, a great many achievements for you. <laughs> well done. Uh, so what inspires your contributions to the university? Yeah, so um, I guess that's a long question, long answer to a, a very important question. Um, but specifically, my contributions to the university, I am very, 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 very grateful for them taking a chance on me because when I was in grade 12, my family was under the poverty line for a very long time. And without the university's help, there's absolutely zero chance that I could be here um, at Queens, let alone any other school in Canada, mm-hmm. because there's no chance that I could have afforded any sort of education, let alone college or university. So I'm so thankful just to be here. Um, but my contributions specifically are surrounded or um, are focused mostly on mental health and diversity and inclusion. And um, I'm very passionate about seeing mental health here at Queen's Change because of my personal experiences with mental health my whole life, along with seeing a lot of my family and friends suffer um, with mental health and mental illness and it being very obvious that the resources are not up to what they should be. And after doing a lot of research and speaking with Alex Silva, the rector, and the principal, I think we now have a really good understanding of what we need to do moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the past, we focused a lot on stigma reduction and raising funds. And that work is so important and so valuable, and we'll definitely continue with it. But now we're moving towards working with administration and government to create long-term change. Okay, great. Thanks, Ampai. Uh, hey, Liv, tell us about what inspires your contributions to Queen's University. I think what inspires my contributions to the university is um, being able to collaborate and work in a faculty that has so many strong um, individuals in it, uh, like Lindsay Morecambe, Kate, Paul, Deb. Um, They're all just really great people, and they inspire me every day to do better because they're always out doing really great things, and so um, I kind of want to be on the same caliber. So, um, yeah, I think it's just really great because we can all support each other, and um, we all have like-minded things in mind and uh, we all care about the same thing so that really helps to have that community aspect that um, people are just there to support you and work together towards the same goal it's good to have okay Erica how about you 
I met some really incredible students at this school, so I have to say that those students that I've had the honor of working with on various clubs or in academic settings, they inspire my contribution to creating a better community because I see them doing that. Mm -hmm. I've also had some really incredible professors. Um, my first year chemistry professor um, has inspired me throughout my entire university degree and actually helped with the nomination package for this award, as well as Eric Windler, who founded Jack.org and was a former Queen student. The two of them have really uh, been incredible mentors to me throughout my degree. How about you, Zach? So I think there's there are a lot of things that have have sort of inspired me to to want to give back to uh, the university and sort of it to me it feels like almost for for each thing that I've done there's something that I saw or something that happened to me that uh, encouraged me to get involved with that and uh, one example is um, having taken part in basically every single open house um, or Ontario University Fair since I started at Queen's, unfortunately my last one being March Break Open House just last weekend. Um, I guess maybe time isn't a good thing to talk about in, in the, something that's pre-recorded. But um, to me, the experience that I had when I came and, and toured Queen's uh, during Fall Preview back in uh, 2011 or 2012 was these demos and the people that I got to meet and interact with uh, at the School of Computing's booth in the Arts and Science open house and so wanting to give back wanting to become a tour guide wanting to spend my time helping other people hopefully make the right decision and and maybe come to Queens maybe not uh, was something that sort of inspired me to want to do things like that and a lot of what I've done whether it's helping to uh, lead the Queen sailing team because I was given a chance and sort of uh, allowed the opportunity to be part of that or whether it was um, any of the other things I've done, there's almost sort of something that happened to me that sort of encouraged me to say, hey, I can I can take something like that on and, and give back to someone else. Benji? Uh, so I could take that in many different ways. Uh, personally, I, I, I'm a workhorse a little bit. I love to do something. I never not like doing something. So in that regard, I always wanted to keep myself busy. And I got involved with many different things that I became passionate about. Uh, but if we talk about people that inspire me, I'd have to say my family and those close to me, my girlfriend, my brother, my mother, like they've been absolutely fantastic in supporting me through everything I've done. Mm -hmm. They've been inspirations for the things that they've done and given me a little bit of a competitive edge, I guess, because I've always wanted to do as much good as I can in my time, and so did they. And sometimes you just play off of that in a very friendly competition, I guess. Oh, thanks for that, Benji. Now, tell us about your uh, extracurriculars and how you balance them with your studies at Queen's University. So I'm very nitpicky with my schedule. I'm very organized. Sometimes on busy weeks, I might organize myself down to the minute, and keeping an agenda, keeping everything tracked, keeping two calendars, both in my physical agenda and my email agenda. So making sure I get reminders before everything, reminders before I need to study, reminders before I need to go to a meeting, just to make sure that I don't miss something and that I could keep up with all my activities. Okay, now let's hear from Erica and Umpai about uh, balancing their extracurriculars with uh, their studies here at Queen's University. That is tough to do at times, but I think I always try my best to approach everything as what I need to do today versus what I can do tomorrow and prioritizing things. 
I'm truly grateful, though, that I've had a lot of support from both my, my parents as well as students on campus, professors, and other administrators to kind of help uh, ensure that I could balance both. Um, I mean, I'm here to study, but I've also had a really great time being a part and helping to build this community. I'm Pai. Yeah, so it is a very big challenge. It is an ongoing challenge, and I continue to learn, and I continue to make mistakes. <laughs> but um, through those mistakes, I always figure out um, a way to remedy them because it is very, very, very busy. But I have my agenda, which is probably one of the most important things I own. <laughs> and I map out my days the night before every single day, and then at the start of every Sunday, I map out my entire week. And I just make sure that I cross things off as I go along so I feel very accomplished at the end of every day so I know that I did everything I had to do. Um, and I also just make sure I stay extremely organized and I try to stay on top of my game as best I can. Um, I'm not perfect, but um, I try my best. <laughs> All right, now let's hear from uh, Liv and Zach. I think it's important to me, like I don't see these things as extracurriculars. I just see them as like, something that I really care about and it's fun but it's also when I'm doing it I'm learning as well so anything that I'm involved in I can really use towards my education as a future teacher so um, I think it is still good to have a good balance like um, take some time for yourself on the weekends and things like that but um, I am just like a busy person in heart so I just uh, kind of like to mix both worlds together. Zach? Uh, there's definitely an aspect of it that I think I hear sort of quite often around a lot of other people who I guess are, um, what's the word? That are, there's there's sort of this, um, this sort of, I guess, almost mentality of uh, how to plan your day effectively that a lot of uh, very consistently uh, busy or people that like to appear busy um, kind of go about doing. And I think the way that I've been able to balance um, academics and being a varsity athlete along with all of these other sort of contributions to uh, the School of Computing and to the rest of the Queen's community uh, has been just by planning. It's it's really the only way that I think I could do it is you need to determine your priorities and you need to uh, decide what comes first when. And knowing what comes important being, you know, almost always is yourself and your friends and family first, but, and then academics, but uh, any other time that I really had, I, I found I wanted to put towards making Queens, making the Queen sailing team or any of the other things I was involved with uh, a better place and a better opportunity for others. Amazing. Thanks, Zach. Now, can you tell us uh, what's coming up next for you at Queens and beyond? Uh, so I, today I'm actually in the process of assembling a thesis examination committee and looking to try and schedule a date for my thesis defense in uh, approximately a month. So that's pretty exciting for me. Um, I'm also in the midst of waiting to hear back from um, some other graduate programs at other schools um, in hopes of pursuing a PhD. Awesome. Okay, great. Uh, so how about you, Benji? So my graduation is coming up. I'm really excited about my Iron Ring ceremony is coming up very, very soon. And I feel like just the whole next month will be kind of like cruising along into my next steps of life because I know what I'm doing next year and I'm looking to relax and take a step back and seeing what I've really gathered from Queens. 
So I'll be working at Deloitte in September, but I have four months to really reflect on my time, see what I've done, see what I really enjoyed doing and seeing how that's going to really shape my future. Because right now, honestly, I'm just in the kind of mindset to finish these exams and end it all so that I could move on to the next things. How about you, Liv? What's coming up next for you at Queen's and beyond? Um, I actually just got accepted into the Master of Education program, so I'm very excited about that to be returning in September. Erica? Uh, To be honest, I'm not sure. I'm sort of in that phase of trying to figure everything out. Uh, I am planning on pursuing a master's here at Queen's, though, next year in gender studies, which will be a really interesting twist to uh, an undergraduate degree in life sciences. So I'm really excited to kind of switch gears, and I'm really looking forward to this next adventure. And last but not least, I'm Pai. What's coming up for you at Queen's and beyond? Ooh, okay. So I'm actually going to Ottawa next week um, as part of the Daughters of the Vote program. And in that program, I'm going to be the Speaker of the House of Commons for a day. And I'm also going to be testifying in Senate and speaking with various MPs across Canada and the Prime Minister, hopefully just talking about um, long-term change and infrastructure at the federal level. Um, and then once you get back, there will be the Tricolor Awards Ceremony along with Queen's Dance Battle. So um, the dance team that I am co-captain of, the African Caribbean Student Association dance team, will be performing um, in Dance Battle. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we have exams. And then in the summer, I'm doing the Queen's um, Innovation Center um, summer internship. Okay. And so through that, I will be hopefully starting my own business and carrying that through into fourth year. And that brings us to a close uh, this week on Campus Beat. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, thank you to these five fabulous new members of the Tricolored Society here at Queen's University. Erica Campbell, Benji Christie, Zach Baum, Umpai Hamachek, and... Liv Rondeau. They gave us a lot of their time, uh, visited our studios. It was a real pleasure to have them here. And uh, don't forget to stay tuned on April 6th uh, during the cer- the presentation ceremony for the Tricolor Awards. CFRC has the great pleasure of live broadcasting this annual event once again. So uh, yeah, we will uh, return to our regular programming the following week, but uh, stay tuned. Nevertheless, uh, we're going to close our show today with a lovely, very uplifting piano jazz song by one Aaron Parks. And the uh, song is from the album Little Big, and the, it's, uh, the track is called Doors Open. So thanks again for tuning into Campus Beat. It's uh, been a pleasure as always, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Mm-hmm.